Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome to this week's episode of Steelers. Touch down under. I'm Matt Peverell, and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, every week, the big man, Davo, Mark Davison. Mark, how you doing? Hey, Matty, how's it going? G'day, Steeler Nation. How we doing? Nice uh, Sunday morning here, nine nine a.m. and five p.m. over your time in America. Um, what an awesome time to be here. You know, this is truly now. It's truly going to be um, our off season. So there's a lot to talk about. Um, and yeah, let's, let's just have fun, have fun with the show and see what, you know, what direction we go in. That's it. That's it. There's so many question marks, uh, so many challenges and so many considerations the Steelers have got now, and particularly with some more breaking news that's been happening. Great. Now, look, I just want to say, Mark, before we crack into it, because, you know, when we get rolling, it's suddenly been an hour and t- 10 hour and 15 minutes and like, it's all over. So and sometimes there's things that Mark and I plan on talking about and we don't even get to them. So um, don't want them to go into that ether there. But first, we just want to say thank you. So whether you're listening um, to this, like sort of our audio listeners that have been with us our whole time with BTSC or whether you're tuning in live now on YouTube or you're watching this YouTube um, post show, which is what you know what I started off with with a lot of BTSC. Thanks for thanks for joining in on this. It really is a family. Without you guys, it's nothing. Um, so it's just awesome. We love the fuel and the energy of the live chat. We we equally love those those awesome listeners that have just stayed with us on the audio side um, and then have come across to my show in Cap Room. So yeah, it's great to see. And you know we've got some awesome regulars in there in the YouTube chat as well. And if you're new to the show, welcome. But yeah, 
big heads up to Ryan Kellerman, Ryan O'Toole, Steeler Chick 46, Elijah, he's from Steeler Nation Australia as well. Just me, Ty, Ezra, Thaddeus. I mean, the whole gang's here, really. So it's awesome. Double HH. Um, but yeah, let's crack into it. So look, massive couple of days that are the Steelers, Mark. I mean, Maurice Pouncey, retirement. I mean, that's probably the biggest breaking news apart from JJ Watt. I don't know which what you want to tackle first, but yeah, like how are you feeling hearing those What's- very different storylines? Let's tackle Pouncey because he is a stealer and then uh, JJ Watt isn't a stealer just yet. Um, Pouncey, like the first thing that comes to my mind is the bloke retires, but he's played 11 seasons in the NFL and he's been a stealer for 11 seasons. That is is is, is such a great feat in itself. Um, it just, just shows you that that time flies by, Matty. So 2010, he was drafted and then... I don't even I don't even know his stats, but on, on one of the stories that the the Steelers um, Steelers published, he had a list of uh, you know all pros and and 2010 all pro all pro football Hall of Fame team. Like he's a future Hall of Famer for sure, and he was like our our middleman and our grunt guy of the Steelers offense for a long time. And yes, we might have that one bad memory where he threw the snap over Ben's head, but as a career, what a great stealer and what you know you, you can't ask for anything better and he's going out with his brother as well like that's fantastic like you know that him and his brother now are just going to chill out maybe they go back to florida i think that's where they were from um you know yeah. they have barbecues and retire and they've, they've done what they they needed to do for that 11 years and that that's one that to me is the is you know some people can't hold a job for 11 days this bloke's held a job for 11 years so um <laughs> it's just yeah, congratulations to him, mate. It, it's it's it sucks that he's gone, um, and he was such a big part, and he's a big part with um, Big Ben as well. But what a what a fantastic career! What what do you reckon about you know um, the whole situation with Pouncey? Yeah, so can I? This is going to sound really. Dumb. I should be going into what a great player he is, but like the first two things to me is number one, I was kind of hoping Mike. Pouncey wouldn't have retired. I was kind of hoping he might be a cheap option for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, if, if obviously Morkeese like retired. So that's a little bit of a kick in the teeth, I reckon, a little bit in terms of how we fill that center spot. But I think for me, you know, we, we hear a lot about Big Ben's relationship um, with him and no, with, with 53 and no doubt like, um, you know, with a few of the guys that are retiring now, you know, I think it raises a lot of questions about Ben. But, like, the way he defended Rudolph against, you know, in that Cleveland game and, you know, he just went straight for it. The guy's pure passion, pure heart. Um, I definitely I've, – I've seen him on social media for a while and he does like to do things a lot outside of football as well and it's quite a measured bloke. But, you know, for me, I, I hope that we get to see him back in a coaching role in some stage over the next few years if that's what he wants to do. I think he can offer a lot of value there. And with someone like that, with that sort of inspirational leadership and that – you know, vocal leadership as well. Um, I, I think that's going to be sorely missed out of this locker room and and that passion. So that that's a bit of a thing for me. But as you said, Mark, you know, 134 career games. I think he got nominated to like nine Pro Bowls. He was an All Pro. He was in Team of the Decade. You know, fantastic um, sort of career here. Shame he didn't get that Super Bowl. But you know, they're, we're very lucky as Pittsburgh Steelers fans. You know, we're the city of champions. We've got six championships. You know, obviously the Patriots have come up on us too. But 
you know, you've got a lot of players make Hall of Fame that have won Super Bowls. A lot of other teams don't have that. You know, there are teams that haven't got a Super Bowl. So, you know, I think when we go, oh, well, he didn't get Super Bowl, fine. But look at his career. He did what's required to get in there. So, you know, I think it's 2026 he's eligible and we'll be cheering on then. And maybe that's a time that you and I can finally get over to the right. States um, by then. Let's go over 2026. Surely it'll be open by then. <laughs> get get the seat that's ready. It. Get get the seat ready and warmed up, and we're ready to go and cheer him on. It's a it's a great feat, honestly. Like he, I think this is the one where I think when big uh, big Ben went down and Mason Rudolph came in, and straight away you saw, you know, we were quite privileged as Steelers fans and seeing all the great passes go ahead, you know, here there, and then now when maybe when Pouncey goes away, there might be a big gap, and we can probably tackle that in, into you know long into the off season who they're going to replace and draft and, and and of that value but yeah maybe you might see a huge gap when he's not there at that time because he has been there a long long time 100 percent. it's a massive question for the Steelers you know massive question um true or false Mark Pouncey has had more than one reception during his career F- false I don't know. Uh, yeah, he got. He's had a reception. He did Has have he a had reception. A re- he's had a reception. He, he had a reception in 2014, and it went for what? no yards. <laughs> it must have been like a bounce. Was it a uh, a knockdown pass? Was it? Yeah, yeah. I how think would so. he, how would he get in the open from a center? It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, like against the rules. That's a fumble. Right yeah, well, it wasn't a fumble recovery, <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I just pulled that up while you were while you were wow. talking there. But that's a go. that's a good one. So um yeah, he'll be sorely missed. Um <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's bring it in. I've got a I think you've seen what I was sort of saying in the Slack channel with the other BTSC guys. Um, and it's something I will talk about more in Cap Room this week. JJ Watt. What it Mark, we've got to address it. Is he coming? Is he not? Well, Do you, know you what? want him? What yeah, it, okay, what, you- you know the cap side. I don't know the cap side. I know the fan side. Bring him in. Why not? He's a veteran. He's 30-something years old. He's got his brother there. What better way to play with your brothers and, and have that competition? Um, the only thing I was thinking about the other day is what if you brought uh, JJ in and then he ends up winning another defensive uh, player of the year and then steals another <laughs> title away. He steals a title away from TJ. Um, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know where Bud's going, where Bud's going to go on the other side if he goes to another team or, or whichever. But if you bring in uh, JJ, and if your if your um, cap room can fit this in, and if you're the owner, Maddie, and you can figure out the pieces, and, and and you bring him in, why don't you? He's he's hunting for a championship. Um, the Steelers are on the on the door on the you know right next to the door trying to trying to knock it down. So why not bring another Watt in? We know every fan wants it. Um, it wouldn't be a bad signing, even if you didn't play him. You don't have to play him 100 percent of snaps. Why not just play him in key third downs, and he could rush the quarterback and be a real mauler like on that on the other side what what does your uh cap sense say about this whole situation i know you're going to go uh down that rabbit hole in a few in a few days time but what do you think yeah so um you just you just want maximum wattage that's what you want, you want <laughs> maximum wattage in the <laughs> how, acdc how maximum wattage how long have you been trying to say that for how long have you been you had the whole, the whole week yeah for, well, i've had a while yeah. actually <laughs> <laughs> Classic. No, I will go into it in cat room, but um, 
look, I see it as well. I think you'd want him to be playing 75% of the snaps. I think that was the consensus um, in the BTC Slack channel as well. I don't think it takes away from Alex Highsmith at all. Obviously, you know, in our system, he'd be more of that edge rush from the defensive end. Um, I think there's there's schemes you can work him into where Haywood goes into the middle as well. So then you can, you can put him at that right end position or shift to it. Um, I think it would be very helpful for TJ. I don't think JJ is going to be winning another defensive player of the year or particularly for on a team like the Steelers because of just the pressure that's spread across that line and with the outside linebackers. Um, so th- there's those perspectives. From a cap perspective, um, unless Big Ben retires or unless there's a crazy restructure and there's a lot of movement with other players and there's a few more cuts, it's pretty unlikely. Like, Jay, I, I did the numbers and roughly, roughly, um, JJ did do it at like 5 a.m. the other morning, but um, JJ would need... So take a deal of about three to four million this year in 2021. Now he could obviously sign a three or four year extension. And there's really interesting. Um, there were some stats on NFL.com actually about this, where there are a bunch of like players that have got you know huge numbers of sacks after they've turned 30. Obviously JJ's 32 right now. Um, we've got history as the Steelers. We brought in brought in Kevin Green as an older you know pass pass rusher there. So. Um, and I know there's guys like Dwight Freeney and um, Cole Pepper who all, both got 50 sacks after they turned 30. So it, what I think it, it would come down to for me, would JJ take team friendly in, in 2021? If he did, what can you spread that over three years? But you've got to get three years out of them. This can't be a two-year proposition. Obviously, a couple of years ago, he, it was two seasons ago. Now he missed the season with a pectoral injury. So Again, how has he responded from that? Is he a season off retiring or is he four or five years off retiring? retiring? So That's we, the question. If we, if we do sign JJ, we would have him for maybe two or three years. What a what a great chance to, to even make this defense even better. We need him for, if, for, for me, we need him for three minimum, but sign him to a four-year deal for me to think it's worth it. So it's that that's the that's the consideration there. And Who's if that? we who starts? Alex, who starts? Alex Highsmith or JJ? If he comes in, well, I, I think you can play it differently because I mean the thing we've seen with Highsmith this season, you know, is that his pass rushes is pretty up there, right? Now I know JJ's is too, but what JJ could do in the run game also early in his career, I mean, that's the part that we want to see develop from Highsmith. So we don't want to give him any snaps or you know less opportunities to do that. But it is where he had the biggest sort of work to do once Bud Dupree got injured. That's where we saw a bit of a challenge there in that run defense. So, mm. you know, perhaps you can sort of scheme it up that way. Like equally, we've seen two, even though he had a great year last year, he was out for a couple of games with COVID. I think while he came back and had, a, I think there's two quiet games after that, that was beneficial for him not to play all 16. And we know he's had injury concerns in previous years. So if you've got someone like JJ that can spell Haywood, can spell to it, can spell Highsmith, can even spell his brother and that versatility, that might make it worth it in its own. Cause you might, you know, we can't afford anyone to be injured. Right. So that's to me where the value comes. Also, which brother didn't uh, JJ play a bit of fullback as well? Oh, way played- back in the day. Yeah. Look, but he could Let's even play it. tight end. He's technically that big. Like, he, like he's caught the ball at, in tight end roles as well. Because well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> no, 
That's the one's going crazy. You have all the watts together. You got a fullback there. He comes out of the game. Put JJ in right at the guts. TD. Do you know, you know, Mark, when they did the numbers, and I don't want to preview too much because I do want to sort of address this because they put a lot of work into working this out with JJ. But you pretty much would have to re-sign Derek for several seasons, which I think Steelers fans would be pretty against giving him. And you wouldn't want to give him any more signing bonuses or in, you know, or what what have you there. Um, he's got enough guaranteed money. But you pretty much have to cut Derek. So that's the question. Is, is are you gonna bring JJ in to cut Derek? <laughs> like you know, and Derek's the one that's got the family that you know TJ and JJ fight over being the uncle for. So I mean, he's already he's already kind of the forgotten brother. You can't do that, can you? That's that's a bit rich. But <laughs> equally, equally, if the Packers don't move on from Rogers, I hear all this talk about JJ going back home to Wisconsin. The Packers cannot afford him any more than the Steelers can, and there's right. a bunch of players that the Packers have to play, so they're out of here. You know, for me, and I'm going to call it now and just in case, like, look, I could see him coming to the Steelers. Like, I could see something being worked out. I'm not, uh, you know, what the Steelers can do with the cap. As people know, there's a lot of room for flexibility. If I'm JJ, the team, and I want a Super Bowl, the team I'm going to is the Arizona Cardinals because there's a bit of flex in what's happening with their edge rush. He can do a lot outside with them. They've got a great offense. You know, I think that they're going to be even better next season. Yeah, for me, if I'm JJ, I'm looking at Arizona potentially as a Tiger because the other guys like Carolina, the Jags as well, you're probably not going to go to. Believe it or not, Miami have the money for him too. So this is the thing. Like, it w- JJ will be tested in terms of what sort of thing does he want to do? Does he want to make money? Does he want the Super Bowl? Does he want to play with family? They're the questions. And if Big Ben's not coming back, this is the challenge. A, you don't have the cat room. Uh, you do have, you get the cat room then if Ben sort of doesn't come back. But equally, does JJ want to play with a rookie quarterback or does he want to play with a Mason Rudolph? I, I, I don't know. Like, that, is that going to get him to the Super Bowl? So I think there's some questions. A lot of questions. Questions. Questions, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's move on to Super Bowl really quickly. I don't want to cover too much. A lot of other people have covered their thing, their sort of pieces around it this week. You know, we want to be really Steelers focused. But anything top of mind for you that came out yeah. of came out of Super Bowl? I've only got one thing: is that the old Gronky boy didn't show up the whole playoffs, and then that one Super Bowl he had a massive game. So, <laughs> what do you do? And to point, I don't know how the fans in Steel Nation would like it or how they feel about this. I don't agree with him throwing that, throwing the Lombardi six feet over to another boat. I think that's very disrespectful. I think uh, they should take more care in these, um, in the in the trophies. And even a few years ago, when um, Gronk bunted it like a, off, off the bat, I don't know what your thoughts are on that. If you know, but that to me, you win the. Yeah, Super I thought Bowl, it was you, disrespectful. Come on, you can't throw it. You can't throw it like that. What if it dropped down there? You just don't throw it in general. This is going to be something you pass around to. It takes forever in a, in a day to get um, a Super Bowl. And then here's Brady throwing it like it's a like it's a pigskin, like it's it's I don't know. But yeah, the Super Bowl was I, I thought it was enjoyable. Uh, I thought the you know the Bucks defense had Mahomes running around crazy, which was like he ran like like I, I saw a stat he ran like 300 meters or something. Like no, he ran like yeah, well yeah, 300 meters for us, but like he ran yeah. oh, almost four, but um yeah, he ran five almost 497 yards. <laughs> like he was under the under the pump all game. Like he was uh. Uh, there was no there was no O line for him to to do anything, and he tried to do that one uh, that dodgeball throw where he like you know on his side and 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 
threw it, and then uh, Williams dropped it. Like, yeah, Chiefs. I don't know. They. I don't know if they weren't ready, but the O line definitely wasn't ready for this game. No, Bucks and up bruised. And, you know, I Battered think it was. Much, yeah, the win was more. I think on the the Bucks defense, and Brady played well. He did three uh, TDs and some couple hundred yards, but the Bucks played outstandingly well to get to to Mahomes, and he's given us or you know, given teams now a blueprint what to do and how to pressure him. Uh, it's just, you know, send four of your best guys and maybe we have an edge rusher like Hilton if he's still there. And, you know, it, it, he had nowhere to go. He was just running around in circles. And you, you can't – it's not college. You can't play it like that in the Super Bowl. Well, I want to say something controversial here. Like, Devin White and Levante David played terrifically. And, I mean, Devin White showed Steelers fans as well. And I think Devin White's got a bit more size on him, but um, particularly height-wise. But he showed the value of, like, what we've got sitting there in Devin Bush. If we'd gone up in an AFC championship game, if we'd got there, and it's like, obviously we didn't, and, you know, we, we played pretty terrible down the season. But let's say we continued on the trajectory we were at 11-0. and 0. Spillane and, and Devin Bush wouldn't necessarily have been as effective, but they would have come close. They could have stifled they could have stifled KC in the, in the same way. So whether Keith Butler would have drawn that up, I mean, Todd Bowles is a great defensive mind there. Um, you know, isn't also another question, but... I think that shows Steelers fans what we're going to get when we get Devin Bush back. And equally, you know, with the Steelers now potentially looking, rumored to be looking at an inside linebacker, I think there's a gentleman last name, Collins, which is currently the the one that's sort of being touted if they do go that way um, and sort of a replacement for Vince, which really needs to happen because we need Vince's $4 million by cutting him. Um you know, the Steelers fans should be really confident in that because if we can sort out that middle, we're going to be really dangerous in the years to come, like really dangerous in the years to come. Um, so, yeah, for me, they were sort of the the key pieces there. But, um, in fact, Mark, I got into a bit of trouble. I was in the NFL down under group <laughs> this week and there was that fo- the video of um, uh, Tom Brady coming out drunk off the boat. You know, there's that guy sort of holding him up and yeah. he looked like a college kid and all this sort of stuff. And I just put a comment up. I'm like, well, you know, it just shows that TV 12 stuff is, you know, full of uh, full of poop, um, to, for want of a better word. Um, you know, it's just used to basically steal money off the average citizen who's not necessarily ever going to be an athlete. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you know that NFL down <laughs> under Facebook group. I uh, got absolutely smashed. Absolutely fi- smashed. 50-50, that group. Yeah. <laughs> oh mate, I yeah. stay out of it. But oh, yeah. the hate that was coming my way. Oh, you're no fun. <laughs> you don't like a drink. I'm like, no, I just don't like people going on about health in it. Then a health, 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 and then getting drunk as a skunk, you know, <laughs> in front of everyone. But anyway, let's move on from Super Bowl. Mark, we're gonna have a little segment here that you've been teasing with me all week. Yeah, I'm gonna call it the question mark. So. Yeah. Let's kick it off. You introduce it. It's your right. segment, and I'll just go this, along for the ride. This might go really well, or it might hit the dirt like Kirk Cousins in, in some of those games where he has no idea where to go. So if this goes really well, it's an awesome segment, and we're going, we we might do it in the future. If it goes really bad, we'll just can it. Okay? So basically what I'm going to ask uh, Maddie today is, is I'm going to do a random number generator from uh, 1 to 99, and whatever number we get is going to be the jersey – um, situated to the Steelers player. And whatever player we get, I'm going to ask Maddie three random questions and one extra one at the end. So we'll do this for three players and we'll just do it, you know, just a little two minutes on or whatever and, and see how we go. Um, if we get like a guy from the training squad or someone we don't really know, we'll do our best to talk about the player, but he's still a player of the Steelers. So uh, if we get someone super random, we'll, we'll just, 
you know, talk about the position or whichever. So are you ready, Maddie? Because this is my this is one to ninety-nine. You could get Mondo, you could get anyone. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the first player, excuse me, will be. How do I know uh, you okay, just pause, just pause. How do I know you're actually <laughs> generating it and you're not just like you've got the, the practice squad players and you just all right, okay, I trust you. I trust no, you. okay, like so dead set, I got fifty-two. Now off the top of my head, I'm not even sure who that is. There might not even JC Hassenhauer, isn't it? Is it? Let's double check. Is it is that really? So I'm going on the Steelers website here, guys. I'm pretty sure it's I'm pretty sure it's I'm pretty sure is it JC Hassenhauer? I'm pretty uh, sure. We haven't got a fifty two, so this segment is going brilliantly. So let's do oh, one no, more. He, What's Jason Hassan? Oh, who cares? I don't uh, I well, you might he get him go. next. We, ha- we haven't. Uh, got he should go list. anyway. I don't care what number he is. All right. Next one is we have. This is, if I get two in a row without two players, this is the world telling me something. Oh, I got number. <laughs> okay, look. No, no, no. I've got number two. I've got number two. And you know who that is? That's Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. Yeah. So here's a question for you. And this is kind of a funny one, but what overall, overall grade would you give Mason Rudolph this last season? Oh. oh, that's a hard one. It depends what you give him out of like 2019 because I think you showed improvement. No, 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 no. From 2020. So, eight no, 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 no. I'm just trying to get yeah. a baseline for it. Like, I don't know. Like, you can't, it's so hard to base around one game. I don't know. C plus midway, B minus. I go B minus because I'm a lot more confident well. in him after it. Yeah, I would B minus. Yeah. Okay. So B minus. Uh, yeah. And what impact do you think he had this year in 2020? Um, if Ben had got injured, I think he would have played a lot better than he did last year. I think he got thrown into the cauldron on fire last year. Um, I think, given that they could only, given that the Steelers' cap was also tight this year, he offered value at the backup position because the Steelers had one of the cheapest quarterback rooms in the NFL this season. You know, I think they were 23rd off the top of my head for their quarterback spend. Um, I'm not looking anything up, like, as everyone could assembling the camera. So, I think about 23, but they were spending 25 million and obviously like 23 or so of that was from Ben. So, to me, he offered value with decent backup performance. You knew he could almost get you to, you know, 500, which is, and when you've got seven teams making the playoffs, makes it possible. So yeah, and he and he showed that in that Browns game as well. Okay, hundred so, percent. Uh, third question: What is the future for this player? Big question. What's his future? What's going <laughs> What's on? The future. <laughs> um, I don't think the Steelers will re-sign him. I don't think he'll take a team-friendly deal. There'll be someone with cap that wants <clears> a serviceable backup. So I think if Ben's back this year, you know we don't see him next year. I think when he's off contract. Really? So, yeah. you, you think we move on from him? I don't, well, I don't know why he would sign it. I, I just, for him, he needs to go out there and go to somewhere where he's actually potentially going to get a start or there's another right. veteran. I think the fan base is against him. So. Okay. So that's a good, that's a good, uh, my last question is, will this player be a future Hall of Famer? And if he is, what percent chance? So if he goes to another team, what do you think his chance of getting to the Hall of Fame right now? I've got be a bigger honest, chance. Be honest, be honest. I've got a bigger chance of playing tight end or um, being a punter for the <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. That's okay, a good cool. answer. All right, let's go into our second player. That's completely random, so let's do another one. Uh, this 18. is fun. I'm enjoying this segment. I like this segment. 18, you've got uh, DJ. That's correct, isn't it? DJ, number 18. Yeah, you've got DJ receiver. So what overall grade would you give uh, DJ for 2020? So he played more snaps, obviously, than Mason Rudolph, like a heck ton more. Ooh. I mean... I'd say a B, B plus. I think I, I, 
Is that because of his? I think Claypool. Claypool came on a lot, right? Well, like Deontay, like played fifteen games. You know, had eighty-eight receptions of one hundred and forty-four targets. Pretty good. He almost had a thousand yards. No, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go B plus. B plus. B plus. Seven touchdowns, almost a thousand yards. Yeah, he gets a B plus to A minus. Yeah, B plus. So if he didn't, he didn't uh, drop those balls in, at the start of the year, or you know, during the middle, he may have got an A or something similar. Yeah, I've probably been a bit. Yeah, no, I can't really scale that. Then, yeah, he gets a B for the drops. He gets a B. He gets a B. B. Okay. Uh, and what if he hadn't got them? He gets an A minus. He gets an A minus if he hadn't. Right. So there's there's room for improvement right there. So what impact do you think this player had overall in 2020, like for the whole team or the offense? A massive, I think, when we look at spreading the ball with Ben, um, I still don't think I agree, completely agree with Jeffrey Benedict. I, you know, just do not think he was used properly at all um, in terms of Juju, which I think affects how they use Deontay. Um, yeah, I mean, overall impact going forward. I mean, if Juju is leaving, which is, you know, let's, let's just call that 95% likely, you know, that's going to be massive for this team to be able to get something out of Deontay, James Washington. The Steelers are going to draft. Um, Jeff and I recorded almost similar times in terms of his Let's Ride Wednesday and my cap room, and I dropped in and referenced the Steelers might look at a wide receiver, and Jeff talked about it more. I said the Steelers picking up a decent wide receiver in the third round, and there's a lot of wide receivers. There's some quality there um because juju's not coming back so i think deontay's our number two or number one i think it's going to be like what it was this year though regardless who's quarterback i think we're going to see and it's what we talked about i think it was two weeks ago now there's going to be a bunch of two a's and we need deontay to step in and actually be that quality two a or almost like a one b all right so you almost pretty much answered the the next question but what, what's the future for dj in this and in, in his role in the team which you, you pretty much answered then, but well, it's, it's actually questionable for me, Mark, because he's going to have to improve. Sign- like he's going to need, I think, a, a twelve hundred plus yard season and a Whoa. ten to twelve yard yard touchdown season to be re-signed by the Steelers. <clears throat> I can see the Steelers moving on from him, not paying the money, because when he's coming up, you're going to have guys like Fitzpatrick, um, TJ Watts already be on another deal. You know, you're going to have wherever your rookies are this year, you're going to have to re-sign Bush. Throwing massive money at wide receiver when we can draft him, I don't I don't see it. So, yeah, um, I he needs some big numbers over the next two years to validate another contract with us. Right. So you but equally, I, sorry, I, equally, I agree with what Ezra's saying. I think, I think DJ next <clears throat> season is great trade bait. Or if he's not performing into the trade deadline this year, Swap him out for someone, bring in a veteran or someone that's in the in the on the free agent market. So DJ won't be playing for a, a role in the Steelers in, in, for his future. Basically, he might be playing for another team, like a, yeah. like a young team with a young quarterback. Yeah, All I don't right. see DJ being. I don't see DJ retiring a Pittsburgh Steeler. Put it that way. There you go. Well, will this player? Will DJ make the Hall of Fame? And what percent chance? Oh, he's going into his third season. He probably needed to do a bit more than he has now. I say he doesn't make the Hall of Fame. So, no, do you have any any percent chance? Like, I would maybe give him at the moment ten percent chance that because he could have a next great five years or seven years. Well, now I've said it, he probably will make the Hall of Fame, <laughs> <laughs> but maybe um, not as a but not as a stealer. Look, he's twenty four. Like, I think if you look at the guys that are making the Hall of Fame. <clears throat> You know, you look at your bigger wide receivers. Um, he's a bit of 
bit on the small side there. I mean, right now, if you look at Pro Football Reference, for instance, they have this weighted um, approximate value number that sort of get gauges every player ever since 1960. So, yeah, every place is 1960 basically in their performance against their stats and how likely to make they are to make the Hall of Fame. He's like 6,812th in terms of the best players ever to play in the NFL. So I just think that's so far off. And to give you an indication, Maurice Marquise Pouncey was like 583. So, yeah, no, he doesn't make the Hall of Fame. Not even a okay. 3% chance. Right, yeah, let's go into our last play and hopefully we do, we do crack a uh, practice squad guy because we've got, you know, a uh, second QB and we got the receiver. Let's see what we get in this one. All right. Oh, we got 91. We got uh, do it to it. Oh, yes. You're, you Actually, you've been pretty lucky. You've got some players that are, that are on, you know, in the forefront of that team. When I did it as a practice run, I got some 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 uh, backup players and guys that I didn't hear of. So, 91, uh, do it to it. What's his overall grade this year, you think? Uh, a, if not A+. plus, Probably A, because he did have that drop-off after those. He had the drop-off after, um, after COVID. So, um, and I, he probably could have showed up a bit more in the wild card. Like, yeah. Yep. Hey, I'd agree, hey. I'd agree with that for sure. So heading into that, what do you think his impact is like was for the 2020 season? Was he the standout player that he needed to be? Um, did, did people over over overshine him? Did he have to show up more? What do you think he did or what did he do well in 2020? Oh, I mean, the sack count was a career high. I mean, for me, that's... Was it, was it, it was 10, wasn't it? No? Yeah, 11. He had 11 sacks. 11, yeah, there you go. Okay. So that was five more than his highest in 2015, which sort of cemented him getting that deal. I mean, that that's massive. Tackles for a loss, highest of his career with 10. Um, he had 25 quarterback hits, which was incredible there. Um, you know, so, you know, again, that was a career high by five. His approximate value that I just talked about there against Deontay was, you know, nine, which was like sort of three or one ahead of his best year in 2015. But, you know, it's it's massive for him. I we got 15 games out of him, Mark, as well. You know, he started 15, played in 15. That was the best since, you know, his rookie year where he played yeah. 16 but only started four. I mean, yeah, it's huge. It's huge. And uh, number 91, uh, do it to it. He, what's, what's his future as a stealer? Is he going to be continue to be a stealer the next few years? Is he sign a contract? What happens with him? So I think there's probably some part of the fan base out there that's sitting going, is he a cap casualty in terms of do you trade him? Um, I know he's right for a restructure. That's the easy answer. I can actually tell you, Mark, though, for me, I think he needs to be extended instead of instead of restructured because restructured gives a very limited sort of opportunity to sort of save some cap. Um, I actually looked at this um, yesterday when I was modeling TJ Watt. And right now he's signed through 2022, 2023. I actually think he needs to be signed uh, through 2025. So then we can literally wow. have Cam Haywood there who's signed through 2024 to it there as well on the TJ side. TJ and JJ. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but the, the thing that will keep him in a Steelers jersey is what we can do with his contract and certainly can, can we extend him, but he should be extended. Right, and our last question, and to wrap up uh, the question mark segment or just the randomness, you got you got so lucky, Maddie. We didn't get any practice, guys. All right, um, fine. Give me a fourth one then. All right, we'll do one after two. We'll do one this. What do you uh, will this player make the Hall of Fame? For me, I think he will if we get get him a Super Bowl or two. Then he. Then That's a great him. question. 
Um, yeah. So right now he's rated, when I look at that AV as well, pro football reference, he's sort of in like number 2,899. He's got a weighted career AV of like 42. Um, he probably does, to be honest. You're right. He probably does need a Super Bowl or they need to be in a several AFC championship games. Yeah. Um, to give you an idea as well, like Reggie White, you know, had 165 on this AV level and he's only a quarter way through and he's sort of seven, I think seven years exactly into his career. So, you know, he probably does need that Super Bowl or the Steelers need to be in several, go deep into the playoffs several years in a row. Right on. So moving into our bonus segment in our fourth and final one. <laughs> so here we get here. Uh, well, it's got number three, but I don't think we don't have, we don't have a number three for the Steelers. No, we don't. Let's do another one. Is Corliss, be- is Corliss Waitman the punter? What's his number? The guy on the uh, It's not three. Um, oh, okay. But I think three could be Haskins if he comes in, but we'll yeah, just have a day, another topic. Uh, we have number 23 next. Who's 23? That doesn't sound familiar. It's Joe Hayden, isn't it? Oh, it is Joe Hayden. Oh, you're getting all the good ones. Oh, let's let's talk. Let's finish with uh, Joe Hayden then. Oh, this Jump, is actually a good one. This is a good one. Joe. He had a great. Uh, what was his grade overall this year? Oh, 2020. Um, I think he was sorely missed, which inflates it a little bit. Uh B B plus, A minus, B plus. B plus. Yeah, but yeah, okay. I can see B plus, and he's almost heading towards. A, he, he was a really good, you know, he played awesome for us. Um, yeah. His impact, his impact for this, for this 2020, you know, it, it might include leadership wise as well and everything's like that. Like he's, I'm so glad we got him from the Browns. <laughs> like he's such a good player. Yeah. I, yeah. With only two interceptions. Yeah. He's a, he's a B plus for me. I think the thing about Hayden is you've got to look at him in terms of that overall secondary and what he does and the way he can pounce on balls and like shut things down. And, and cornerbacks are hard. I did an article about this. Um, I think it was july last year around Steven Nelson being a shut down corner. And when you go through beyond like interceptions and, you know, tackles and, you know, past defenses and what have you, if you look at like the yards they give up per reception and where they're throwing from and the, the you know, sort of release of the wide receiver and stuff, that's what you've got to really look at to judge a cornerback and you've got to go deeper than just stats on a page. So I think Joe Hayden's p- performance and impact was bigger than what it looked on the on the stat sheet. All right. And the uh, the future for, for Jumpman Joe, what, what do you think with the Steelers? Is he going to another team after? Where does he end up? And He needs he to be cut. You've got to cut him. He's too expensive. He's got to go. He's going to be cut this year. I would like to see them look at what the trade market looks like. I just think you need as many picks as possible in this draft. One, salary cap's going down. Two, Steelers have salary cap challenges. You want that. Um, Even you can get a fifth form or something because at least you're getting the cap off the book and you're getting something additional for it. Um, I don't know how the Steelers can keep him and at 31 like with his cap number and at 31 i don't want to see a restructure or an extension i know he's done really well for us but flick him on a team that's in a lot better position to sort of get a super bowl like yeah i, I, I can't i just love it. that how we how we hopped him up so much in your first words it needs to be cut just get rid of him but no he's a great player and he, he's very you know very expensive player so uh it's going to be hard that to eight million around. that eight million is is just too valuable this year in my mind, which I don't look at the cap, and you know, this is why I can make these statements. I hope we keep him. So I hope he's, hope he's there. <laughs> hope he's a, hope he's a stealer. I need to start listening to your show a little bit more. 
Uh, lastly, we will end on this one. We won't, won't go into another player. Uh, will, will Joe Hayden um, do, you know, will he make the Hall of Fame? And it's, it's a very similar thing with, uh, to it. What do you think? Well, it's a great, as, great play with the Browns. Let's remember yeah, that. Yeah, so Ezra's um, actually brought that up. Does he go into the Hall of Fame? That the, the assumes he is as a stealer or Brown. I think he would go in as a stealer. I think players choose to go in as a stealer sometimes as well when you look at it. Um, I think there's something to be as a, as a proud of it. And it's a, it's the best football city and it's the best franchise in the world. Like That's why we're talking about this in the future, 15,000 miles or whatever it is away. Um, what was your question there, sorry, about like does he make, does will, he make will the he, Will he make the Hall of Fame and what chance right now? For me, I, I think he's... Um, I think he, he needs he needs a lot of these players need a Super Bowl ring. So for me, Joe Hayden had a great career in the Browns, and gra- I'm glad we got him for the Steelers. Now I think he needs to get one or two Super Bowls, and like you said, be in the AFC Championship, be be in the 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 mind eye of the NFL. You know, uh, people watching you know watching him. You can't just play so long and then where's your Super Bowl ring? You need to have something that's that has value to you. So what for me, I think he's got at the moment like a 30% chance because this team has a good chance if he sticks around with us or he might go to another team that um, is on the up and coming and can get him a ring. You never know. Yeah, I think he needs... Yeah, sorry, I was a mental blank there because I was so fired up into he needs to go kind of thing. But um, I think he needs to play another three or four years. I think he needs to play. Um, his interception rate is, is pretty low, like... 30 he's got 29 in like 11 years so i think he does need he does need that super bowl or to be making big plays in big games and i don't know if the steel is going to be able to offer that necessarily over the next three years enough that that will push him into the hall i'd say 55 percent chance awesome all right we'll, we'll you know we'll cut the uh, the question mark there not, not too sure if we'll do it again it's a bit of fun hoping maddie was going to get some really hard questions there but we ended up with uh rudolph do it to it uh dj and uh, Joe Hayden. So back to you, Maddie, in the studios. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That was good. Now, we better throw to a break here because for the, on the audio side, that's uh, that's almost gearing up for 40 minutes. So if you're listening to this uh, on replay or on the audio side, flick over to part two. If you're watch, listening live now on the YouTube, just hold, hold tight for a couple of seconds and we'll be back with part two. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.